Welcome to Stogie from the Road, a podcast for the everyday truck driver. Here we talk about life on the road and everything in between. I am your faithful trucking servant, Stogie the Trucker, and I'm joined by my faithful companion, Bonnie the One-Eyed Wonder Dog. So if you're out there burning up that highway tonight or just sitting at home relaxing, I want you to turn up that dial and enjoy this episode of Stogie from the Road. Hey, 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 how are you? Welcome back, welcome back. Folks, I'm sorry. I've been absent. I called in sick from the podcast for a month. For a month, I launched the podcast last time I was at home. I took all my gear on the road with me. And sadly, I spent an entire month eating my balls because of old man winter kicking my ass the entire damn time like he's probably doing to you right now or last week or whatever it's that time of year it's that freaking time of year where everybody else is like oh it's a white christmas most truckers are like winter sucks as a truck driver i'm not gonna lie to you i'm not gonna sugarcoat it i'm not gonna tell you it's all bright and shiny and you you pull into a truck stop and you shit rainbow sherbet. It's not fun. It's a price we pay to be able to truck in the spring, the summer, and the fall. <sighs> it sucks. And the reason it sucks is it's not because it's hard to drive in the snow. That goes without saying. It sucks to drive in the snow. It's a big freaking game of Jesus take the wheel slash spin the wheel of destiny slash whose lane is it anyway it's a fucking shit show it's tough but we do it why do we do it because who the fuck else will well there's plenty of people that'll do it the cdl holders that uh wind up going into truck stops and hitting everything but the fucking lottery yeah there's those guys and trust me we see them and their trucks on the side of the road laying on their side taking a nappy poo (sighs) I'm in a mood tonight. Well, here's another fun fact for you while I got a burr in my ass. Fun fact for you guys. I did a podcast last night. The first podcast back. Did everything. Enjoyed it. Loved it. Some great little moments of wisdom or bullshit, whatever you want to call it. And I did it alongside Mr. Jameson polished off damn near a half near bottle of a jameson black barrel good stuff went down like butter and uh finished it up listened to it sounded good but i was tired so i said all right i'll edit it tomorrow and lo and behold guess what guess who freaking forgot to hit save yeah, folks, you missed out. You missed out on all those beautiful little golden nuggets of wisdom and knowledge and bullshit. So, swing and a miss. Had to do it over. And that's what we're doing. So, welcome back to our first episode of Stogie from the Road since uh, 
that debacle. Yeah, anyway. Moving on. I want to share something with you. I saw a quote today. It was in an article I was reading, and I think it's pretty poignant uh, in reference to what we've been dealing with lately. So, here we go. Check this out. A man who becomes conscious of the responsibility he bears towards a human being who affectionately waits for him or to an unfinished work will never be able to throw away his life. He knows the why for his existence and will be able to bear almost any how. That, it, it just epitomizes what a man is and what a man should be. We've talked in podcasts before about how, sorry, I'm relighting my cigar. We talked about how men are unwilling to get uncomfortable. Well, there's no negating that we as truck drivers are uncomfortable during the winter months. It's not fun. It's really, really not fun. It's it's scary. It's dangerous. It eats into your home time. It makes everything very unpredictable. You don't know when you're going to be able to get home. It just, all in all, it's just very frustrating. But yet we soldier on. Most of the guys I know, it's like, yeah, well, this sucks, but we got to get it done. And that goes back as, as old as time. Do you think guys that used to plow the field used to go out there in the morning, get up and they go, Whew, I really feel like a like crap today, but well, this field's not going to plow itself, so let's get back after it. and Hopefully tomorrow will be a better day. But now, good God almighty. Having a good, strong work ethic is considered toxic masculinity. Men are being raised by women. Young men are being raised by women to where they're growing up to just soft as butter. Just cannot grasp that grit that our fathers and grandfathers used to have. They don't get it. And they struggle to get through life. And it's frustrating. It's really frustrating to watch. And you just you sit back and wonder, is this ever going to get any better? I mean, I saw a video this morning. I was having my coffee, and it was some guy some young man and he was on kind of like a a pallet jack sky jack type of thing forklift that had a platform on it and he was at Lowe's and you guys might have seen it and he's getting a large box down it was probably like a toilet or a, a vanity or something didn't look like it had a whole lot of weight and as they're lowering it the box is falling towards him and good god almighty this freaking sprite was screaming like he was being beheaded. I'm not, I, it, and I'm not even trying to be funny here, folks. This turd was carrying on 
to a degree that I, I don't even... <clears throat> the high-pitched squealing was like, there's no way this guy's serious. There is no freaking way. <laughs> it's just like, come on, what the fuck is happening with these people? And that's like that's like the, the, the far side of the spectrum, the, the super duper beta boy bitch biscuit fruitcake, I swear. But then you listen to guys that are just like, you know, I'm a trucker, I'm a trucker. But on the other side of the coin, they're going, hey, this is bullshit, man. They put mismatched tires on my truck. I tell you what, I'm about to turn the fucking keys in, and they can have this goddamn truck. I'm taking it to the house. You're like, all right. Mismatched tires, huh? Okay. Well, good luck. You take care of yourself. You know? It's just... Really? Is that... Is that all it takes? To get you to pack your shit and go? I got free you keep giving me tarps with holes in it. Alright, that's frustrating. I get it. It is what it is, though. I mean, we are driving quarter of a million dollar trucks, but <clears throat> I'll be honest with you. I'll take some freaking Swiss cheese tarps if it meant giving up my damn truck. I don't give a shit. I'll figure it out. I'll go. I'll go freaking buy a different tarp or patch it or do something. I'll figure it out. You know. I mean, last year when I got injured, here's a perfect example. Here's a perfect example of how out of touch some men are. Last year, and I don't want to make this all about me, so don't think I am. But last year, I got injured, right? My goofy ass fell off my freaking catwalk and fell on my right shoulder, and I dislocated it and fractured the socket. Fucked it up pretty good. That shit hurt. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't reach up and adjust my CB. I mean, if I wanted to shift, I had to pick my right arm up and put it on my shifter, and then I could shift. But lifting it up, it was just, it was done. It was like somebody flipped the breaker off on my shoulder. It was very painful, almost impossible to sleep, almost impossible to put on a jacket or a shirt. You know, I'd kind of have to let my arm dangle and wiggle it on through there and Good God, man, I'd tell you a couple times I'd lift my arm above my head while I was sleeping and dislocate my shoulder in my bunk in the middle of the night. And oh my God, that will wake you up so fast. So fucking fast. Anyway, so you take that situation and I was off for six days when I did it because I didn't, I didn't want to sit around and collect unemployment. I just, I didn't want to do it. I'm used to being on the move. I'm used to being on the go. Then just that that money wasn't worth it to me. So I went to drive in van. But before I before I left, with my fucked up shoulder, I cleaned up my truck because it was a mess, and cleaned out my fifth wheel because I was it had a bunch of gook in it from the winter time and it builds up inside that the jaws of that fifth wheel it, it won't close right and it'll release your trailer so you don't want that to happen now do you so i did all that stuff and people saw it on facebook and they're like ain't no damn way ain't no way you freaking injured ain't no way you faking that shit nobody washed their damn truck with a fucking fucked up arm here's a little thing 
And I know I've said this to people that are close to me, but here's a little fun fact for you. If you care enough, you'll find a way, jack off. If you want it bad enough, you'll find a fucking way, dumbass. Some of you guys, I swear to God, you get a freaking splinter and it's, you're calling a damn attorney. I mean, I knew I had to get back on the road. And I knew I wasn't going to go out there with my jaws like they, they were. What was I going to do? Have my wife do it? <laughs> you figure it out. I mean, it was like... I, I mean, I played football with guys that played with concussions. I played football with a guy that had two broken hands and a concussion. And he played the entire damn game. <laughs> it's just... What happened to men like that? That you get a little fucked up and you you press on anyway for the greater good. You know, and, and here's another thing. What happened to guys that actually enjoyed being a part of something bigger than them? I remember talking to my grandpa. He worked for Goodyear. And he was like, I helped build this company. I, I remember when that factory over there, there wasn't even a damn factory over there. I was one of the first people that went into that factory. And we did this and did that. And we helped build that building over there. Whatever happened to those guys that they sacrificed years, decades of their lives to a something bigger than them. And they took pride in knowing they were part of it. You know, now I'm hearing guys quit. They quit their job. You know, they'll quit here at Taylor. And they'll go, I've worked here for four years. That motherfucker didn't even say, you know, don't go or please don't go. Or didn't even say good luck. Didn't say anything. Do you know why, asshole? Because this company ain't about you. It's about us. Nobody's untouchable in this company. Or any company. I'm just, I'm using where I work as an example. There's that concept, nobody is untouchable. Nobody is greater than the next person. It takes every single one of us to make this thing go around. I mean, in the small amount of time I've been here, I've seen some greats, and I'm using air quotes here, some real greats leave. And you know what? We still went to work the next day. We still got the job done. We still took the loads to the customers. We still did everything we were supposed to do. The show must go on. Even though you've got your feelings hurt and you took your ball and went home, the show must go on. I hear guys all the time going, I didn't even get a fucking thank you. Yeah, you got a paycheck though. You got a paycheck. And you didn't have to worry about it clearing either, did you? Now you might be listening to this and be like, you know what, fuck you, dude. You're just a company man. You're just an ass-kissing company man. No, dickhead. I know what it's like to be a broke man. I know what it's like to be a broke dad. I know what it's like to go to the park, take my kids to the park. Because I didn't have any money. And watch my kids looking at me smiling, going, Dad, this is the greatest day ever. 
And all the while, I got a freaking boulder in the middle of my chest because I'm like, they don't even know. They don't have any idea about the wolves that are at the door that they want a pound of their daddy's flesh. And I just smile back at them while I fought back tears or fear and let them just have that day. And now I'm seeing guys, they make the same fucking mistake. They get caught up in just this insignificant shit and then they want to go home and then it hits them. That's why when anybody ever tells me, they're like, I'm thinking about quitting my job. Fuck this shit. I'm sick of it. Sick of the bullshit. I'm like, all right. Well, let me ask yourself something. Just ask yourself something. What's home look like for you? Because going home is a, is a thing. And that thing is made up of a bunch of a little ingredients. But what's home look like on day three and day four and day five? Oh, you already got a job lined up. Okay. You got that job lined up. All right. Because your buddy that you've met twice says he makes $10,000 for a Ohio to Indiana run that you can do in 45 minutes and whatever. I mean, good God. If you want to hear bullshit listen to a truck driver talk about his paycheck good night you know what are you going to be meeting when you walk into the doors of another place yeah the money might be better will you be micromanaged more will your co-workers be assholes if your co-workers don't like you will your co-workers run you off how often do they have safety meetings that you absolutely hate to go to? Yeah, you make 75 cents a mile, but how many miles do you get a week, realistically? Are there any stipulations in line to where, yeah, you get this guaranteed minimum, but if you so much as have an overdue library book, they take that away from you and you get freaking ugots, you get nothing. Everything looks great on the other side of the fence. That grass always looks greener. What's that saying? Instead of always looking at, you know, the grass being greener on the other side of the fence, why don't you just try watering your own? I don't know. I could go on and on and on about this shit, but that that, that thing, that thing that I read about providing and people that depend on you, Do you ask yourself, really, you quitting your job, how that affects people that depend on you in the long run? I don't know. I think some of you don't, at least some of the guys that I talk to. And again, if you're hearing this, there's a good possibility it's not about you. It could be about you. I don't fucking know. I don't know who all listens to this. But my close inner circle, it's not them because I don't feel the need to go to a podcast where I can just say this shit to their face. Um, it's the, the messages I get on Facebook. It's the 
random phone calls I get from people that are inquiring about a job and why they're leaving their job and why they want to come to Taylor. I'm like, you know, every job, including being here, has a certain level of suck. You just kind of have to pick what you're willing to deal with. I'm happy because I know I'm where I'm supposed to be. I'm happy because I know I've I've looked on the other side of the fence long enough to know that there's piles of shit in everybody's lawn. You just have to pick the ones that you're willing to put up with. So, I mean, that's that's basically it when it when it comes to that topic. I I'm not, I'm not going to ramble on about it forever. Um, it kind of wears you out. And it goes along the lines of just, why don't you just try to stick it out? It could be just the winter talking. It could just be the weather talking. It could be the weather and how it affects your running. It could be just a bunch of inconsequential shit that you're dealing with for just a little while this time of year. Not to mention in trucking, sometimes you... You know, sometimes you eat the bear, sometimes the bear eats you, and sometimes things just kind of suck. But you press on, man. That's that man shit we always talk about. You just kind of press on. So, anyway, that's enough of that shit. There's plenty of other good things that are going on right now. You know, another thing I want to talk about, truck show season is coming up. Who's ready for truck show season? My favorite time of year, folks. It's like a big family reunion. We all get together. We eat. We drink. And we be merry as one. As a big brotherhood of truckers. As we polish and buff our trucks and make them look great. And do little repairs on them that need to be done. And it's all in preparation for it. Excuse me, summertime and all that good stuff, man. It's, God, I love truck show season. You get to see all the people that you met the year before or you haven't seen all year long. You get to see their trucks and you get to see the new stuff they did to their trucks. And I am going to be one of them. And I've got a couple surprises about my truck that's going to happen this year that I'm not going to talk about. I'm going to debut them. Hopefully at the Mid-America Truck Show. If not, definitely at 75 Chrome Shop Truck Show this year. And, uh, yeah. Ooh, some of you haters are going to hate. And I don't care. One of the big motivating factors on why I do it is to piss you off. I freaking love it. I love it. I love hearing the, why does he get that? Bitch, because I paid for it myself. That's why I got it. So go fuck yourself. I enjoy it. I love doing it. I think it's money well spent. I'm investing in myself. I'm investing in my future. I'm investing in my brand and my my image of what I'm doing. And I love, 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 love spending that money on that truck and seeing people that truly enjoy it and truly respect it. And you fucking haters that piss, bitch, moan and groan about it. It is like fuel for me. Ah, I just love it. Yeah, I had a friend of mine a week or so ago tell me, you know, 
Sometimes I don't agree with your podcast because, you know, sometimes you're kind of talking out of both sides of your mouth. And he said that, you know, sometimes I talk about how we all need to get along and we're brothers. And then there's times where I'm going, hey, you can go fuck yourself. Well, I'm talking to two different people. So let's unpack that. I'm glad he brought it up. So let's unpack that in detail. I believe that we should be a brotherhood. I truly do. I believe that we should care for each other and help each other out, and especially when one of us are in need. And typically we do that when the bad, bad stuff happens. But there's also a part of our industry where there's nothing you can do for some of these guys. There really isn't. And it's not the rookies that can't be told anything. It's the jaded prick assholes that can never be made happy. It's them. And those guys, that's who I reserve the go fuck yourself for. The guys that can't stand seeing somebody do well. The guys that they know they could have exactly what I have and do exactly what I do. They even know how to do it. But they choose not to do it. I talked to this great guy at at Vernon's. His name's uh, John. He hauls specialized freight. And I told him, I was like, God, some of these guys, they just fucking, just can't fucking give it a rest. They just bitch and bitch and hate me for, for fucking polishing my truck. Or me spending my own money on my truck. And then they're like, oh, I bet the boss bought it for him. And it's just like, you fucking idiots. And he goes, man, that has been a tale as old as time, Sean. That has has always been here. Because those guys, they, they know how to do what you do. They very easily could do it. They have the time and the know-how. But they don't want to do it because it's not that important to them. They don't feel like doing it. So instead of just saying I, I just don't feel like doing it I'm too lazy I don't feel like getting out there and and doing that type of shit <sighs> they'd much rather say there's something wrong with me instead of just admitting that it's not that important to them because to them that would be admitting that they're they're lazy or you know whatever I don't know what the fucking rationale is I don't operate like that it's hard for me to even get it so I don't feel bad when people hate on me. I enjoy it because it validates me that I'm doing something right. It validates me that I'm doing something that's getting attention. And it's typically in a positive fashion. You know? And those guys that get jealous and they're like, why does he get that? No one want this. And everything's a fucking competition to them. It's just... I mean, they see me get anything. They just like, it's bullshit. I don't know book of that shit. You know, I don't even fucking like that. Because they don't have it and they want it. They, they're like that with everything. I don't take it personally. They don't get along with anybody. They talk shit about everybody. They gossip and they bitch and they piss and they moan. Do you think I take that personally? No, I don't. I could give a fiddler's fuck. I I especially love when they go, oh, he didn't buy that. (laughs) When I know I did. 
when I bought all that chrome for my my dash and my steering column and shit, there were so many dumb fucks that would sit there and be like, "Oh, he didn't buy that shit. He didn't buy that shit." And I didn't feel the need to to go, "Oh, really? You want to see the receipt?" I didn't feel the need to do that because you know why? If you if you think about it, and you should really try this if you deal with this, just sit back and watch somebody speak so convincingly and have so much certainty in their eyes and their voice and they're looking at you saying oh I know this I know this for a fact and you know that they don't it's like you have a little inside joke on them that they don't know about I love it I love watching people pretend that they're smarter than they really are or more informed than they really are and they look so fucking dumb in front of me. I love it. Guys, keep up the good work. It is wildly entertaining. I love it. So anyway, God, how do we get off on that fucking rant? We were talking about truck shows. Oh, yeah. So anyway, this truck show season, the things that I'm planning on doing, the 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 extent that I'm willing to go this year and really hitting the throttle this year should give you plenty to bitch about until next winter. Trust me. It, frankly, I think some of you guys are running out, so I thought I'd help you out and give you some more shit to bitch about. So anyway, hold on. Let me get a drink of my uh, little IPA here. Anyway, so yeah, I'm excited about truck show season. It's going to be a tremendous amount of work. The thing that I'm, I guess, the most... Uh, mostly focusing on is when to really pull the trigger on starting that polish in action because me living up in the Pacific Northwest it's like ugh, I'm gonna have to wait until almost like the very last minute to do it because I don't want to I've been keeping up on it but I don't want to destroy it you know because you get that one good polish and then you don't want to touch it now we'll probably get a get some of it done when we get to the first truck show to really kind of tie it together and then we just maintain it for the rest of the season but we've got a we've got a lot of work to do last year I looked at it as my introduction this year I'm going with a mindset of to show how serious I am do I expect to win shit I don't know I don't know but I'm going to convince myself I'm going to try I'm going to convince myself that I'm at least going there very serious about doing the best I possibly can with an actual working truck. You know? <laughs> that truck does work. It does go to work, folks. But, yeah, so I'm really, really excited about it. The, uh, the ones I'm the most excited about is uh, Mid-America Truck Show, obviously. Uh, the 75 Chrome Shop Truck Show, we're going to be at that one. We're going to be at the Large Cars and Guitars Truck Show. We're going to do Semi-Casual this year. Definitely going to do Mayberry. Definitely going to do Nagadochis, the Old Town Rig down, down there. Definitely going to do uh, Joplin, G-Bats. So, and uh, going to try to get to the Show and Shine for a Special Kind out in Missouri. And there's going to be another one. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Somebody hit me up on that the other day. I'm going to see how that fits in on my schedule. That's That one's in, if you guys know which one it is, Perryville, Missouri. That one's going on. And I want to go to that one as well. My kids live out in that area, so 
My grandpa loves showing off his truck for his kids and his grandkids. I mean, what grandpa wouldn't? So, yeah, we got a busy, busy season coming up. So uh, I'm going to take, like I said, uh, a few weeks off this week to get everything scheduled and get everything all squared away, get these podcasts out. Uh, we got some products that we're going to be coming out. We're coming out with a line of merch, a Stogie from the Road line of merch, and then Bonnie's coming out with her own line of merch. And uh, you know what? I'm just going to tell you about it. It's called Bonnie Built. It's going to be shirts and hoodies and hats. It's going to have the Peterbilt logo type of logo on it in orange, and it's going to say Bonnie Built on it. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you get yourself some. Uh, We're going to be doing, for charity, we're also going to be doing a kissing booth with Bonnie. We're going to see if we can do that at every truck show to raise money for whatever charity, uh, humane society, or anything like that. So you pay a couple bucks and you get a schmutz from the old one-eyed wonder dog, Bonnie. Who wouldn't freaking love that? So, but anyway, that's that. And with that being said, I think we're going to wrap this podcast up. This is not as long as they usually are. We're looking at, what, 32 minutes here for this podcast. Did all right for coming back. And, uh. I think tomorrow will be a little bit longer. I've got some little nuggets that I want to talk about that I didn't bring up in this one. And this one's actually pretty important as far as the next podcast. i got some big news in there. All of its good things. Guys, I really appreciate you tuning in. I really appreciate you being here. And I really appreciate all the support that you give me as we try to get this thing up and running and, and do what we got to do to... Uh, Try to make a little bit of difference in this this wacky world we live in. I know we talk a lot of shit on here. But at the end of the day, let's try to do our absolute best to be in this together. And that goes to, you know, the people that listen. I don't want to say I've given up on, like I uh, talked about earlier, that certain sect of people that just don't give a fuck anymore and kind of checked out. But we can only do so much. Like my new buddy told me the other day, Sean, you're never going to make a difference. But fight the fight. Change one person at a time. And that's what we're trying to do. And we'll keep trying as long as we possibly can. So with that being said, I'm going to leave you with this. It's another quote from my guy Marcus Aurelius and this one really hit me it never ceases to amaze me we all love ourselves more than other people but we care more about their opinion than of our own Who cares what other people think? It doesn't define you. Do you, baby. Do you. Do it with all that you can. If you think about it and you want it, you need it, do it and enjoy it and relish in it. Because, folks, I know I am. So, anyway, guys. I hope you're happy, healthy, 
loving and living life and thank you so so much for being here and stay tuned because we got more episodes coming you all take care of yourselves take care of each other and old bonnie and i'll see you on the back hall Giddy up.